Some of you may remember in the book of Acts. We studied that for a few weeks a while back. Three years or so. The Apostle Paul was talking with Felix and Drusilla. Felix was a, uh, he is a, a leader, kind of a ruler of an area. And Paul had been arrested and, and he was uh, hanging out basically in jail waiting for a trial and so on. Acts 24, 24 through 25. And after some days when Felix came with his wife, Drusilla, who was Jewish, he sent for Paul and heard him concerning the faith in Christ. Now, what does Paul say concerning the faith in Christ? Now, as he reasoned, that's what Paul did. That's what I do. That's what you ought to do. As he reasoned about righteousness, self-control, and the judgment to come, what was Felix's reaction? Felix was afraid and answered, go away for now. When I have a convenient time, I will call for you. When Paul reasoned about righteousness, self-control, and the judgment to come, Felix was afraid and told Paul to go away until a convenient time. Let me tell you something. There is no convenient time. I've been waiting for a convenient time to lose weight for a long time. Okay? You can see it has not been convenient yet. It's not going to be convenient. There is no convenient time. You've probably had plenty of people in your life, if you're a Christ follower, who wants to bring the gospel to people, who you've started to talk to about Jesus, and the message you get, whether directly or through the way they're acting, is this is not a convenient time. Come back to me later. We'll talk about that later. I don't really want to talk about this. You think? There is no convenient time. There is no convenient time for the truth. All time is time for the truth. Now is the time for the truth. As you can tell, we're in for a powerful study today as we continue to look at Psalm 2, verses 6 through 12. So please get out your Bible, and here's much more from Pastor David. It's all being shown now. All the cracks have formed as we've gone through all kinds of stuff, as the Lord is shaking the world, as the end comes, you can see that there is not going to be a convenient time. The time is now to speak boldly in the name of Jesus Christ, the truth. There is no convenient time. There are those in the world, in this room, online right now, who need to hear about judgment and about the beauty of the gospel of the Savior Jesus Christ and his death and resurrection. The gospel message that saved me and so many of you, they need to hear it. They're not gonna buy into the gospel of Jesus if it's all froofy, but there's no disease that they need a remedy for. There is a disease. Their sin is a disease. Judgment is coming. That's why they need the gospel. Jesus isn't just another nice guy who happened to die 2,000 years ago, and maybe some people say he rose again. No. He's the king of kings who gave his life for you and undoubtedly rose again and is alive. That's who he is. That's what you need to say boldly. Both judgment and the cure. The gospel that you can be forgiven and free if you will call Jesus Lord and believe that God raised him from the dead. There is no convenient time. 
You don't know that you're going to make it through the next day. It's nonsense to know that you're going to even make it another minute. You do not know when you will be called, when the end is coming for you or for anyone you know. There is no convenient time. Speak boldly now. Verses 10 through 12. Now, therefore, be wise, O kings. Be instructed, you judges of the earth. This is to the leaders and the representatives of the people. Serve the Lord with fear and rejoice with trembling. Kiss the son, lest he be angry and you perish in the way when his wrath is kindled but a little. Blessed are all those who put their trust in him. This is a severe warning to the world. This is not some legend, okay? We are not at a PTA meeting right now. We don't come together to sing a couple kumbayas, read a little bit out of the Bible, and go home and feel about ourselves because culturally that's what we do. This is true, fact, reality. I am living my life by it. I live and I die for Jesus Christ. That's the truth. This is a severe and serious warning. Take it seriously. This is the warning. Serve the Lord or die. That's it. Be nice if I could say something different, I guess, but it wouldn't be true. And I love you too much to lie to you about this. Serve the Lord or die. I know we don't like to put stuff like that on a coffee mug. <laughs> Go to the Christian bookstore. It's like, serve the Lord or die. Oh, that's a nice mug. I know it's not the kind of thing that we talk about politely, but it's the truth. We should maybe put it on a coffee mug. I know there was a time, we talk about this time when everybody was, you know, these preachers were fire and brimstone and it was all about you're gonna go to hell and there wasn't enough of the love of Jesus and whatever. And maybe that's true. And I'm not a big fan of all that kind of style from back then, but, I, but it was true. It's true. Serve the Lord or die is absolutely true. Two paths is absolutely true. Choose this day who you will serve. As for me and my household, we serve the Lord. It's true. Those who choose another way are going to experience the judgment of God, not just in death, not just in the first death, but in the second death, eternal life away from God because his holiness cannot abide any darkness and our sin is darkness. And the only way to cover that sin and to be washed and clean and light is by having Jesus step in for you, which he did at the cross and which you can have you can have that forgiveness. You can have God, instead of seeing you, look right at Jesus and say, you're clean. You've been made clean. You've been washed clean. What amazing news. Because the bad news is serve God or die. Make Jesus Lord or make yourself Lord. His will be done or your will be done. And I can tell you, your will is not going to go well. You're going to be dashed to pieces like pottery. You're going to be ruled with a rod of iron and you're going to spend eternity in hell. I know, I know. It's not a great coffee mug sermon, but it's true. It's true. For the wages of sin is death, says Romans 6.23. The wages of sin is death and we've all earned our wages. Every one of you, if you came in here today and thought to yourself, maybe you, didn't, you haven't earned the wages of death, if you've sinned, you have. And trust me, you've sinned. I may not know you, but I know. You know how I know? Because we all have. We have all sinned and fallen short of the glory of God. And the wages of sin is death. But 
the gift of God is eternal life in Christ Jesus our Lord. That's the good news. Thank God for the second half of that verse because the first half is undoubtedly true. And we would be lost but for the second half of that verse that the gift of God, the free gift of salvation is eternal life in Christ Jesus our Lord. It means he's in charge. It means we don't break the chains. It means we don't pick and choose our morality. I really care about this cause, but over here, I'm just going to be shady. Or I really care about this cause, but over here, I'm just going to be shady. And then we make groups. There's those guys over there that care about this. There's these guys over here. That, and everybody comes other. Those people, these people. No, I love every one of you. And you should love everyone in the world enough to speak the truth to them about this. The psalm ends, blessed are all those who put their trust in him. You want to be blessed? You want blessing? Put your trust in him. On that day of wrath, you want to experience instead of brokenness, blessing? Put your trust in him. Because there will be those who are broken and there will be those who are blessed. Two paths. Two roads diversion of wood and I took the one less traveled, right? Put your trust in Jesus Christ today. Do not wait another day. Do not wait for a convenient time. There is no convenient time. You walk out of here because you're sitting here in your mind going, oh, I don't know about this. I heard Christians are really dumb. I don't know if any of this is true. I don't want to get into this. Uh, and then you convince yourself and you walk out of here. You've been warned. Put your trust in Jesus today. Today. Don't wait. Don't wait for convenience. There is no convenience. There's no convenience in surrendering to Jesus as Lord. There's just surrender. For those of us in Christ, if we've become wicked servants, beating our fellow servants and kicking it with the drunkards, and I know that's probably not exactly what you're doing. Beating people is looked down on. So you probably aren't doing that, but it could be anything. You're lying a little bit. Maybe you are a certain way when I see you in here on a Sunday and we're smiling and we're shaking hands and saying, praise the Lord. Then on Monday, you go to work. You're a little bit different. Here, hey, you're a Christian. And there, if we had a trial and tried to bring evidence from those folks about your Christianity, maybe we couldn't convict you. I don't know. We need to be good servants. Working. You know where I'm going to be when Jesus returns? Working. You know where this church is going to be when Jesus returns? Working. Not going, oh, he's taking a long time. Be glad he's taking a long time. Had he come earlier in my life, I would have been broken. He had the patience for me and he's having patience right now for those that he's calling and we want to be a part of that. And if you want to be a part of that, don't be a wicked servant. Don't go, you know what? It's probably going to be okay. It's probably, gonna, I'll get my life right at a convenient time. Today. Today. We have work to do, people. This is not some cruise ship. I told you it's not a PTA meeting. This is a battleship. This is a place where we come to worship the God of the universe in power, in the power of his Holy Spirit. We have such a short time. Stop grieving the God who loves us, whether it's because you refuse to come to him in the first place or because you're in him, but not living the life of a servant of Christ, of his disciple that you ought to. Let's not grieve him anymore. Let's serve him. Let's honor him. Let's love him. Let's see people come to know him. We have a short time. Short time to work the kingdom life before eternal life is in front of us. You're 100 years old, 
Some of you look like you might be. It's okay. It's okay. That's nothing. That's not one second of one day of eternity. It's nothing. It's a breath. And it's gone. Do not waste it waiting for convenient times. Do not allow those in your life to tell you to wait for a convenient time. No, I want to talk now. Because you are deceived about what's coming. You think utopia is coming. You think we're going to elect the right person. It's going to work out. We got a plan. How is that working out for you? Judgment is coming. Serve God or die. And the good news is you can be in Jesus Christ today. And all of that won't matter to you anymore because you're no longer a child of judgment and wrath, but a child of God. You can be that. You can walk in that. People need to know that today. This should hit every one of us. I don't know how many of us let those opportunities slip by that God has put in front of us. Maybe we feel a little nudge. Hey, you should, you should talk to him. You should talk to her. You know, you should really text so-and-so. And we're like, yeah, God, that is a good idea. I should do that. Let me just check my Facebook feed first. Let me just do this. Let me just do that. Let me, just, let me wait for a little bit more convenient time. No good. You don't know there's a convenient time coming. It's now. It's now, and it may be now or never, because the end is coming quickly. We're going to do a class, hopefully soon, for those of you who are interested about biblical prophecy, the book of Revelation, some things like that. And as you study that, you'll understand just how quickly he's coming. Do not wait. If you are not in Christ today, be in him today. Call him Lord. Believe that God raised him from the dead. You will be saved. Turn today. Repent today. Because if you're not in the kingdom of light, you're in the kingdom of darkness. If you're not on the path for life, you're on the path for death. If you're not serving Jesus, you're gonna die. And the first death will be bad, but the second death will be worse. See, I'm already in Christ. I'm already seated in the heavenly places. I'm already living that life. Other than this body that betrays me sometimes, the rest of me, I'm in Christ. When I meet him face to face, it's just gonna be the next obvious step in the life I'm already living in joy and in hope. And, and things have come against me, okay? I have not had a perfect life, although I've been blessed beyond imagination. A lot of things have come against, and God has given me joy and hope through all of it. That's what I want for you. That's what I want for your friends. That's what I want for your families. That's what I want for this region. That's what I want for the United States. That's what I want for the world. That's what I want for our brothers and sisters in Honduras. I want you to have Jesus, not judgment. And we got to get serious about it. No more no more. Let's bring them in. Let's tell them it's all fairy tales and gumdrops and hope that they decide to stick with Jesus when times get tough. How about, you know what? If you don't stick with Jesus, if you won't serve him, then you're against him. And those who are against him are going to be ruled with a rod of iron and dashed to pieces like pottery and eventually spend eternity away from him in hell. So let's love him and let's fear him. We can fear him as children of father in awe and reverence. Or you can fear him as the one who will dash you to pieces like pottery. Your choice. 
if we repent and believe and call him Lord and believe God rose him, raised him from the dead, then like Jesus, the firstborn from the dead, you will also rise from the dead into everlasting life in him. If you don't, you'll rise from the dead into everlasting death. There's an old hymn. I don't believe I've ever heard it sung, but here are some of the words to it. Uh, it is named, And Will the Judge Descend? Which sounds like an old hymn, right? I'm not even going to try to guess what the tune is. But this is what it says. Ye sinners, it's all of us, seek his grace, whose wrath ye cannot bear. Fly to the shelter of his cross and find salvation there. So shall that curse remove by which the Savior bled, and the last awful day shall pour his blessings on your head. There will be a last awful day. And there'll be people on two paths. The path where blessings are poured on your head and the path where they're not. We don't want to experience God's wrath. We've been warned about it. We need to believe the warnings. We want to experience his joy. I want you, we want you to experience his joy. We want to be in his blessing. I want you to have joy now and for eternity. And the only way that's going to happen, no matter what, you, what, no matter what tricks your mind wants to play or what justifications you want to come up with, the only way that's going to happen, two roads, there's one way it's going to happen, that's turning to the king, Jesus Christ, God's only begotten son. That's it. The other path is everything else, and they all lead to death. So turn to the Savior, the Messiah, Jesus, the Christ. Be warned and be wise. Strong words, but so true and so important for us to hear. Let's take this seriously and show the love of Jesus by telling those who need him the truth. Now, if this kind of no-nonsense Bible teaching is something you'd like more of in your life, come see us at Acts Church. Easy directions and all the info you need are just a click away at actschurchnw.org. Hope to meet you this Sunday, and I hope you'll be right here next time for more with Pastor David Robinson here on Contemplate.